Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Chapter Twenty-Five. Am I interrupting something? Ajay Shah's voice was quiet, but it carried like thunder across the study of Joshua Kane. Kane himself was not in his usual place, comfortably ensconced behind the great mahogany desk, but stood by a bookcase at the far wall. The third shelf of books was revealed now to be a false front that had concealed a small wall safe, which Joshua Kane was hurriedly emptying into a valise already nearly crammed with papers. He barely paused when he heard Shaw enter. Kane was a man in the depths of terror, and something clearly scared him more than Ajay Shah. "Forgive me if I don't stop, Shaw," he said over his shoulder. "Help yourself to a drink if you like." "Help myself," Shaw smiled. "How quaint." I noticed your household was a little light when I arrived. There was no one to show me up. Good help is hard to find. Kane quipped, only half listening, trying to judge which of the remaining papers would be the most damning in the hands of the law should he be forced to leave some behind. Are you going somewhere, Joshua? Kane flashed anger just for a moment. Good God, man! What does it look like? He quickly regained his composure, but realized it had come too late as his guest drew himself up to his full height. It looks like Shaw began with a smile. The little man to whom I so recently entrusted three quarters of a million dollars in bonds is in something of a hurry to leave town. Imagine my disappointment. Kane nodded quietly without looking back. I grant you this doesn't look good. You have a great gift for understatement, Joshua. The predatory mouth spread into something resembling warmth. I pray that you also have my money. I told you, Shaw, this would take time. The Granville bonds have been split up and sent to three different cities. It will be two weeks at least before they can be divested and the money wired back. To move any quicker would be to invite disaster. Shaw nodded sagely as he regarded the study. It would seem that disaster has struck in spite of these preparations. Or am I wrong? Kane paused a moment before turning back to the wall safe. Hopefully not, but it is wise to be prepared. Ah, Shah hissed, to have travelled so far and seen so much, only to have one such as you explain wisdom to me. Delightful. What happened? Miles Grant happened. Kane said seriously. Grant, the one who inquired after the goods from the Empire Bank. Shaw scowled, and after a certain mysterious traveller from the Orient, yes, I sent my men to make some inquiries of their own. Your men, the men of your own household. There was a small pause. Yes, came the irritated reply. Very careless, Joshua. I take it from the fact that I had to show myself in and pour my own drink that these inquiries did not go that well. There was no reply. Kane continued his packing. Your men are in the hands of the police. Kane snorted derisively. The police! If the police had them, I wouldn't be packing. I'd have made three telephone calls, and not only would they be back on the street, but there would be no record that anything had ever happened. Shaw regarded his fingernails calmly. You say this with confidence, and yet here we are. What happened then? 
The red panda happened, that's what, Kane snapped. God knows why, but he happened. And that crazy girlfriend of his, if they had recognized my men, he'd have come after me by now. Then why do you flee? You don't know the red panda. Oh, but I do. I have made a careful study from afar, you see. I listened and I watched as tales of these new mystery men spread around the globe. I waited until I could be sure which one was him. Him who? Cain said, staring in disbelief. The Red Panda, of course, Shah sneered. You... you know him? You, you know who he is? Not exactly, Shah smiled, stroking his mustache. That's not exactly helpful, Kane said, returning to his packing. If you're telling me you came to Toronto to pick a fight with that masked menace, you're welcome to it, and leave me out of it. Alas, my dear Joshua, you are well and truly in the middle of it now. You know this. This is why you plan to flee. I'm just moving into seclusion for a few days until I'm certain that he hasn't got my trail. It's for your own protection as well as mine. Shaw nodded. I am honored that you hold my interests so close to your heart. As I would the goose that lays the golden egg, Kane said, choosing to ignore the sarcasm. I'll be in touch about the Granville bonds. In the meantime, my advice is to lay low. A futile precaution, Kane, Shaw said, his eyes flashing in excitement. He has your men. By now they will have told him everything. My men are dead, Kane snapped. There was a moment of shocked silence. He has killed them? Shah hissed. There was a fire, Kane explained. They didn't make it out. I've arranged for the coroner's office to be unable to identify their remains. That should be enough to keep him off the trail, but we mustn't tempt fate any further. Shah began to laugh, and Kane shivered in spite of himself. There was relief in his laughter, to be sure, but also a cruel superiority. At last he spoke. I should have known that this leopard could not change his spots so much. That will be his undoing. Listen, Shah, you're an impressive character. You've got moxie and a real gift for this. You can go far. But every single guy I know who's gone up against the Red Panda has lost and lost hard. This is not a fight you want. You are incorrect, Joshua. This is a fight I want above all things. You see, I have a destiny, and it is far greater than you could possibly imagine, far more grand than the life of petty crime you envision. Petty, Cain protested. Shaw held up his hand to silence him. Petty it shall seem when entire nations bow before me, when armies willingly fight and die in my name, when the weak-willed fools of this country and the next and the next— You're mad, Cain cried. I think you already know that isn't true, Shaw smiled. This is simply the first stop on my march to glory. I needed two things from Toronto, some capital— to smooth the waters and to make the next steps ever so much simpler, and to destroy the one man yet living who might have a chance to stop me, if only I had given it to him. Fine, Kane said, snapping the valise shut. Best of luck with that, but since I can't see how my being captured helps you with that. Helps me, Shaw said, beaming at Joshua Kane with something like joy. Kane, I am absolutely counting on it.